This is What's the Deal, Grosseal, the podcast that explores the people, places, history, and events that make Grosseal unique. I'm your host, Ben Fote. At the risk of sounding like a Home Depot commercial, Grosseal is a place of doers. Past episodes have introduced people like Tracy Pierce and her Good News Grosseal, businesses that neighbors have started because the island should have that kind of business. The real Witchwives of Grosseal exists simply to entertain and socialize. That can-do spirit goes back to the island's founding and beyond, even to the people who made Southeast Michigan home before European settlers found the Great Lakes. Today, we're talking about the Grosseal Travel Club, something that came about when an islander wondered if anyone would be interested in traveling the world from our little island. We talked in December, so you might notice some references to this year, which is actually last year. So leading the Grosseal Travel Club are Luann McElwain, and Anne-Marie Viz. I'm so happy to be talking with you about the Travel Club, and I'm, I'm sure glad we're going to find out what the deal is here. Well, the deal is Luann's really the one who started the club, so I will kind of defer to her and let her tell a little bit about her story and why she wanted a club started. Well, um, my late husband and I used to travel extensively, probably about five times a year, and when COVID hit, it unfortunately took him from me. And I thought one night, mm, I really don't want to give up traveling, but I don't really want to travel by myself. So I went on Facebook and I put a post out, does Grozeal need a travel club? And within one hour, I had 65 hits saying yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I contacted Anne-Marie because I known her from high school and working as nurses, which we are retired from now. And she said, Luann, I think you might have something here. So we just started it. And she had an associate that lives right here in Grosseal, Trisha Eblen. And the three of us um, mainstreamed and started getting Excel spreadsheets together, um, advertising. We had our first meetings in parking lots during COVID with lawn chairs and a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're... um, moving out of our place that we've had for a year because we've grown in our size for our meetings to the VFW on Macomb Street. Oh, great. And so what's the general aim of the Travel Club? The general aim is to get the community together to travel um, with each other and at least have some point people that you may know and that no one is really a stranger on the trip. Uh, So if there are widows, single, divorcees, what, whatever the case may be, or their spouse just doesn't want to go on vacation, you can travel comfortably with other people. You're not adjoined at the hip by no means, but at least you have point people. Okay. Is there a membership to the club? Is, is there any kind of structure to that part or is it just- There is no go? fee. Okay. Um, when somebody joins through Facebook- Um, We have to approve because we really want some kind of connection with someone. We don't want just, uh, say, Joe Blow from North Carolina says, oh, I want to join the Grozeal Travel Club. Oh, why? (laughs) We pretty much will accept just about anyone. We have had to kick one person out due to inappropriate behavior, but we won't go down that road with this conversation. (laughs) So we do kind of keep tabs on things just so... People feel comfortable at all times traveling with the group. Okay. Uh, Does most of the discussion happen on Facebook then? Sounds like there's no, we have monthly meetings every third Monday. Oh, okay. At the VFW there. Um, Yes. 
we already live on an island. Uh, why would anyone want to go anywhere else? With all there's our only so much you can that. see. <laughs> there's, there's only so much you can see, and education is priceless. And we don't have the palm trees here, even though there are some artificial lighted palm trees. <laughs> yeah. But um, you just, you know, you still want to travel. And we just expanded to uh, doing some bus trips, and we're hoping to do a few more. Um, the logistics on that are a little bit uh, different than just booking a trip and going, say, to the Greek Isles or to Italy or wherever you wish to go. Um, here you have to get more of an idea because you need to fill a bus. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I know buses aren't as cheap as they seem. No, there's a fuel charge. They're pretty costly. Yeah. Probably three quarters of the cost of the day trip. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there are lots of advantages to traveling with a club like this. Um, what are what are some some advantages to to having this aside from from knowing everybody? Are, are there financial advantages? There are a lot of times when you book with a group, you get group pricing if you get so many people to join the group. So of course that carries on. Plus, let's say you're talking a cruise, you're also talking about, besides the discounted price, you're also talking about amenities that you can't get uh, without paying for as an individual traveler. Oh, great. Great. And certainly nobody's going to book a bus for themselves. <laughs> that sort of thing. So that means we've got two types of destinations then, I guess. We've got the, the day trip um, destinations and we've got the longer extended things. Um, so where, where has the group gone so far? Go ahead, Anne-Marie. Well, the first trip that we did was the Rocky Mountaineer, which is a luxury train trip. And it went from Denver to Moab, Utah. And after we got off of that, we actually had a guide and our first trip had seven people on it. And we've been growing with every trip since. But we basically had a private tour of all of the parks in Utah and some in Arizona, the national parks. And it was just awesome. Oh, that sounds great. So that was the first one. And I, I heard about a trip to Italy. Yes, that was uh, September of this year. And what did we have? 11 on that one, Amory? Yep, 11 on that one. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then the day trips. I know Shipshawana was one. Right. And then I'm working on the second one going okay. to the Purple Rose Theater. Yeah. So what, what was there to see in Shipshawana? A big flea market <laughs> and shopping, <laughs> eating. Yeah. <laughs> and I can tell you a lot of the women in this trip love to shop. In Italy, <laughs> there was a lot of shopping that was done while yeah. we were there. Well, I remember a, a, a master gardener group I was a part of. I was master gardener back in the day. Um, the the master gardeners had a bus trip from from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and it, it, they always went a different direction each year. And uh, they the bus was they kept they kept their luggage to a minimum. It was a multi day trip, but they kept their luggage to a minimum because they bought things like trees and and <laughs> plants. They'd stop and buy all this stuff, and they'd try to shove it underneath the the bus there. So I I know the shopping. <laughs> yeah so so some of the future destinations well we have a trip planned on the danube river uh, with two nights in prague and a seven night river cruise scheduled for i believe it's may 5th um it will end in it will start in uh prague and end in budapest uh, we will go to austria and some little towns along the way 
And then our, our trip that really is growing and expanding, and we're almost out of space, is we have an Alaskan cruise in August, August 5th, and it'll be a seven-day cruise up the from Vancouver to Whittier, which is the port for uh, where the ships dock for Anchorage, and then a train ride over to Denali, where we'll be going into Denali National Park, spending two nights there, then moving to uh, the Denali Princess Lodge, which has a beautiful view, if it's accessible, if the weather cooperates, of uh, Mount Denali. And then we'll end up for one night in Anchorage before departing back to Detroit. Hmm. And so far, we have 19 cabins sold on that. Wow, that sounds wonderful. Yes. So how do reservations work? Reservations work when people decide they want to book. They call me. And then they give me the information I need to book the cruise and then their credit card information. I go directly to the cruise line, book with them. Uh, they send me an invoice. I, I forward that on to the client. And then that begins our relationship. Uh, what we'll do is once final payments made, which in this case is May 7th, then we'll start having some get togethers with the group to discuss shore excursions and things to do and what the group's going to do on the trip and how to pack and all those good things to get excitement going for going on the cruise. And that May 7th date is for the Alaska cruise? Alaska, correct. Okay. And I'm guessing the the European uh, cruise ship trip on the river, that's, that's, that's closed? in February. Is, that's, that's closed off, right? Um, no. Well, it's not too late? group space is is pretty much gone because you have you can only hold group space for so long. Okay. There is still, however, room on the ship. So whatever uh, that river cruise ship is offering for amenities or price, people could still get on at that price. Okay. Okay. Anne Marie, you're in the travel business. Do you have an office on the on the island? I know Tricia works works with you. Yeah, we actually don't. Um, because of COVID, a lot of people have given up their brick and mortars. Sure. So my business model has always been, I've been a home-based agent. So I usually meet people at local places, um, either at like a Starbucks or a Panera Bread or, you know, Lloyd's on the Island if I'm meeting someone here. Sure. And then, if you know, I meet them for lunch, I pick up the tab for that. And we have a nice discussion about where they would like to go and what they would like to do. And nowadays, you know, it's between Zoom and emails and phone calls. I actually have clients all over the U.S. Oh, I'm sure. And it's not a problem. Yeah. We do, we do have access to an office space if need be. And that is um, Jeff Forrester. He's an attorney on Macomb. Because sure. I work for him a few hours a week. And if we need to meet a client and have an office space, we've got a place to go. Ah, that's great. Do they still have posters? I, I, you know, I, I haven't been in a travel office. I think my parents used to do AAA for that, but, but I see, yes. uh, what was it? The Americans was a TV show where the, the Russian spies were, were, yes. uh, were, yes. were actually, we, we still have lots of posters. Yeah. I should have taken and sent you some pictures of my office. I do have an office in my home and I have pictures that I've had framed from my trips. Plus I have, Princess Cruise Line flyer or posters, depending on, I've got all kinds of posters. So yeah, they still do make them. Sandals yeah. is another one. They will even, if you do the Sandals Resort All-Inclusives, they will even do your car for you and put one of those 
all their advertisement on your car for you for free if you'll drive around with their <laughs> sandals stuff on it. Wow. We do have a display table um, set up at the law office, too. So people um, walking down Macomb or driving by, if they just can, want to stop in and pick up a flyer, they can get them there. Okay, that's great. Or in the grocery store or the drugstore or the restaurant, wherever I have been. <laughs> yeah, probably the, probably all the realtor offices on, on Macomb Street. No, I I'm haven't guessing. hit them. They have no. enough of their own flyers. That's true. <laughs> They, they have an awful lot there. That's for sure. What else can a travel agent do for us these days? So many people are using, you know, online booking and that sort of stuff. What, what are the- Well, the online booking is great. I'm not going to trash it. The problem is when you get in trouble, when COVID hits and you need to cancel your trip for whatever reason, who's going to have your back? You know, you're going to be on hold for seven, eight, nine hours with those online agencies trying to get your money back. With me, um, I book directly with the company, whether it be a cruise line, whether it be a travel company, a tour company. And so instead of you waiting on hold for 11 hours, I stay on hold for 11 hours and take care of you. That Um, sounds like such a fun job. Well, you know, there (laughs) (laughs) that COVID was a nightmare. And believe me, I'm glad it's over with. But uh, you really would be surprised how much of an advocate your travel agent is for you. Um, We can put pressure, like I have a client, some clients that are going to Mexico and they want to stay in a certain section of the hotel. Well, I can call and I can keep on that hotel and I have connections at that hotel that I can call and say, hey, my guests want to stay in this section. Please make sure it happens. And they will make it happen for me. I also uh, am a strong advocate of travel insurance. When we were in Italy, we had out of 11 people, we actually had two claims I had to file. Um, Mm. One claim was for a client that Delta canceled their their flight the night before. My goodness. We got them rescheduled, but they had to pay another night at the hotel, plus expenses, plus their water taxi to the airport from Venice uh, was covered if they would have left that day when they were supposed to, but having to add on an extra day, they had to pay for their own water taxi, which was quite pricey. I was surprised. Um, I put in, I, they didn't have to do anything, but send me their receipts. I had everything else. I sent it all in. I filed their claim for them and both of them have their money back. So. Oh, that's great. People don't realize, but, you know, we do take care of that, too. Yeah. I had an experience that Emory and Trisha both helped me with, and that was when we had to have the PCR testing before we went on a cruise. Sure. Mine did not come back in time. And I was literally getting ready to go to the hotel room because I went in a day ahead of time and still didn't have it. So they got on the um, horn and said, if you go to the dock, you can have a test done over there. By the time I got to the dock, the test came over my phone, but I was that close wow. to not having it. Yeah. Uh, my, my family, I was busy uh, <laughs> at work and uh, my family was just at Disney. And I think they would have benefited from a travel agent because they, they booked, you know, normally in the, in the before times, Disney really was on top of everything, but but they, their hotel, they got two rooms, but they were in different buildings. 
And so my oh. kids were in one building and, and my, my wife and her mom were in another building and they said it worked out fine, but you know, a 12 and 14 year old in a hotel room by themselves, you never know. Right. It's scary um, thing, and then yeah. booking the, the reservations for dinners, they didn't get them done on time. So they didn't get, didn't get the places they wanted to be at the right time. And I think that experience of having a travel agent, I know, I know you get to experience some of these things um, ahead of time or when they refresh things. Um, they at least update you on how those things work. And that's something that a normal person doesn't necessarily get um, without a lot of work. So, so I really appreciate that work. Um, and I think we'll be giving you a call next time. <laughs> well, we'd be glad to help you with that. Disney is kind of a mess now. And people don't even realize that they actually have to make a reservation just to get into the park, right. which they never had to do before. You right. could go whenever you wanted to. Now we have heard via the grapevine that hopefully things will be changing after the first of the year. But until I actually see that come across my desk, I'm not putting a lot of faith in it. Well, they didn't realize there wasn't transportation from the airport anymore. So they had to <laughs> yep. book their own transit. They didn't realize that they'd have to, you know, get a cab or, or whatever. And, and uh, they didn't know that until they got to, to Orlando. So all those things are sort of, you know, things are changing or changed and nobody's used it lately. So, so it yeah. seems, uh, and there are other tra transfer companies that could have done that. And, right. you know, had she booked with the travel agent, they would have been able to steer them in the right direction. And save some money, I'm happened. sure. Yeah. Excellent. Well, what's the best, where's the best place you've ever traveled to? Oh, gosh, that is the hardest question ever. <laughs> yes, because I've been so to so many wonderful places. Um, one thing that I'm really lucky about being a travel agent is I've got to experience places that I never would have had I not been a travel agent. Um, probably one of my best trips was a trip that we're actually going to recreate for the Grozeal Travel Club in 2024. And again, we're going to use the Rocky Mountaineer and we're going to go to the Canadian Rockies. Oh, wow. And those are absolutely beautiful. We'll be stopping at Banff and Lake Louise and Jasper. And those are just uh, absolutely beautiful. I think PBS shows a, a documentary of that train trip across Canada. Um, it, it, you can't, yeah. words can't describe it. And you can see pictures all you want, but until you're actually in it, and see like the 360s surround it's just unbelievable yeah, it sounds great and we were able to actually go up to the glaciers and with our get an empty water bottle and stick it in the <laughs> glacier water and drink it and have the freshest water in the world it was just out of this world oh that's great and you said that's 2024 2024 yes awesome and we probably also in 2024 will be repeating italy but instead of doing northern italy we will be doing southern italy uh -huh. my favorite place i would have to say would probably be greece but sydney is is right there too uh sydney is absolutely gorgeous the harbor is gorgeous so much to see and it's so clean it's just a long plane plane ride <laughs> yeah well and and uh of course, we've got our last question. Everybody, everybody anticipates here. What is a wish you might wish for Grow Seal? To grow to the point where we are scrambling for space to even have a meeting. Um, oh, for the club, to, yeah. Yes, to have um, two or three trips going out of out at the same time. Oh wow! I mean, all we have is to go up. 
<laughs> no, we're not going to go down. <laughs> sure. we, just, we just have room to go up and to have this community build upon their friendships is a really great thing, in my opinion. And I have to say that I wish for great roads on Gozeal. I hope those those come soon. <laughs> and uh, But I really feel that Gozeal has a great sense of community. I grew up here and lived here most of my life. And I just think it's a beautiful community. And I think the people are wonderful here. And there is such a sense of community. And I hope that continues to grow and flourish. Well, thank you for sharing the Travel Club with us. Um, As much as we all love it here, there's always a chance to experience something new and to be taken care of a bit, to be pampered. I really appreciate you and and all the effort you've put into giving us a new new activity for the island, something that we can can, uh, get out there and, and get to know each other even better. Well, thank you for letting us, thank you for letting us voice it because um, without a voice and, and people hearing about it, it becomes mute. Sure. Absolutely. Especially in these times. Yep. Thank you so much, Ben. We really appreciate you letting us talk a little bit about our baby and how it's growing on the island. <laughs> Luann and Anne-Marie are just the sort of folks that can make things happen like we were talking about at the beginning of the show. I'm already trying to clear my schedule for 2024 so I can go on that Canada trip. Links to the club and the agency are in the episode notes. I sure hope you have a chance to join the club for a trip, even if it's just the other side of the state. The show is produced by me, Ben Fote, and Fote Media Productions. Find links to other episodes and ways to support the show in the episode notes. Thank you for listening to What's the Deal, Gross Eel?